Hey everybody, before we get going, Zoom really let us down on the remote audio for this episode. There are some audio cutouts and dropouts. We had an outstanding guest and a really great conversation, so I hope you'll bear with us. Thanks. Welcome to Jingle Jank, the show where we find offbeat and obscure Christmas music on YouTube and Bandcamp. I'm your host, Scott. Joining me from California, as he always does, is our illustrious co-host, Jay. Happy March, Jay. What's going on, dude? How are you? I'm doing great. We're getting closer to Christmas, slowly but surely. Yeah, it actually feels like a little bit. I mean, uh, you know, Southern California here, as always, I can't confess to be dealing with snow and some of that like dark side of the moon winter stuff y'all got in the, in the Northeast there or the Colorado where you're at. But it actually feels like spring is starting to, I think tonight's the daylight, I know we, for, for our listeners, it's a daylight savings or whatever happens this weekend, right? We spring ahead. Yeah, it's spring ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It means we lose an hour of sleep, right? Yeah. So it feels like we're inching closer to Christmas and you got to look at it through like milestones. July is what, four months from now? And that is really the beginning of the Christmas season, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so, too. And I need the change of seasons to pass in order to feel like it's no longer Christmas and winter. Like, you know, I need a, like a demarcation between the two. Yeah. So, you know, as much as I don't really enjoy the summer, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I'm not somewhere that's blazing hot. Neither are you. But our guest is. So let's bring her in. Mm, uh, all right. A guest. Tell us. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh, this is a friend of mine from a voiceover class that just wrapped up, and she's a lot of fun, and I thought it'd be fun to bring her on. She's never been on a podcast before, so I, I figured bring her on a show that has no listeners, and the stakes could not be lower. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a good place to cut your teeth. Yeah. So Jessica Johnson, welcome to the show. Hi. A little, little more, little, drag it out a little bit. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Fantastic. Welcome. Thank you. Jess is in Austin, so I don't think you're looking forward to the summer. No, and if I'm not mistaken, next week is South by Southwest and nice. breaks. No, I thought that was last week. No, it definitely was not. So you guys will be, it'll be a, uh, starts to get pretty crowded there. Is Austin is the area like a spring break, like what happens at spring break in Austin? Usually South by Southwest and most people's spring breaks do coincide, not every right. year, a lot of the years, yes. And that basically means not so traffic patterns more than they already are. Hotels are booked out like crazy, probably right. double what they're worth. And uh, let me tell you, people will actually rent out their couches for about hundred bucks a night. And people- You're kidding. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that, but <laughs> yeah, me either. Our crack research department has looked it up. It started yesterday on March 11th. Nice. Oh, so it's going, yeah, it's going into the week. So what's going on now, and this is probably going to be the busy week, but this is not a South by Southwest podcast. This is a Christmas music podcast. There could be some Christmas music there, right? There very well could be a lot of, a lot of weird stuff happens in Austin. But the reason that I asked Jess to come on today International Women's Day was celebrated last week, so I thought we would do something to recognize that. Jay, you and I both have daughters, yes, but you and I are also both not women, famously. So I thought we'd have one on, <laughs> and I thought Jess would make a great guest today. Yes. Well, thank you. So Jess, what I thought we would talk about today is the unsung hero of Christmas, which is Mrs. Claus. Yeah. 
She does get overshadowed. As in most things in our life, it's it's women who really do the hard work. I have a feeling that's the case with with Santa Claus in the North Pole, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree. And you know, this the subject, I, I really got to hand it to you because this is a really interesting and kind of like obvious topic. I'm angry with myself for not having thought about this before, and I don't say that from like a a wanting to be, uh, you know, informed standpoint. I mean, like it just never popped in my head. I'm, You're not virtue signaling here. Yeah, no, I'm not virtue signaling, but I'm just like, I'm, 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 if anything, I'm pointing out my own, like kind of like blindness, like what's right in front of your face. It's like, ha, this is an interesting thought. Like what about Mrs. Claus? And especially in today's conversation in social conversation where there's a, you know, this is a big question about like, why has this dude been getting all the credit? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I think it's a really interesting topic and uh, I'm, I'm curious. I know like, you know, this is a Christmas music podcast, but I'm, I'm really glad to have Jess on a, to have a chance to, to get to meet you, but also to get the perspective. So this is a really neat topic and this is perfect for, like this is March Christmas conversation stuff right here. Yeah, it is. And Love I was it. having trouble coming up with a topic and much like college or anything else in my life, it came to me at the last minute. <laughs> so I searched on YouTube I, and we will play a lot of music today. And the first song that we're going to play is by Nat King Cole and it's Mrs. Santa Claus. That one I know. Okay. And I figured there had to be more. And lo and behold, there were tons of songs about Mrs. Claus on YouTube. So many that I had to pick the ones that I thought were the best. Cool. So it ended up being a, a I don't know, what's the word? Serendipity. It, it was International Women's Day. There are lots of great songs and it all kind of came together. At least I hope it did. And we, we've got a handful of songs. In fact, I might have more songs planned than we'll be able to get to in a reasonable amount of time. But we'll play it by ear and figure it out. How does that sound? Sounds awesome. Yeah, that's a good problem to have. And just one more thing, you know, I, I did when I told my wife what we were doing for subject matter for this episode, her reaction was of surprise, like, are there songs about uh, Mrs. Claus? And I was able to say, yeah, there's actually quite a few. Uh, and again, I think that's an interesting thing. I put a pin in that, right? Like most people don't think there's even any songs about Mrs. Claus. So I think we made it's a bigger problem here that we've stumbled on. I actually got made fun of at first when I told my work colleagues I was appearing on a podcast about Christmas music. Mm -hmm. Try hosting one, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, of course yeah. you are, Jess. And I was like, but wait a minute. <laughs> and they're like, I was like, but wait a minute. We're talking about Mrs. Claus in honor of International Women's Day. And then it quickly switched from teasing me to wait a minute, are there songs? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, so I think what you're saying is this is fertile ground, both for our listeners' interest and for the songs that we found. And I think it's going to come together nicely. I think so too. Jay, we don't have any housekeeping, uh, at least not the kind of uh, incoming email. I don't know where you all are. You're all yes. asleep at the switch or something, but it's March. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little patient about that. But we celebrated an anniversary last month, and we let it go by without any fanfare. It was our 40th episode. Oh, the big 4-0. This is 40. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, and uh, the episode of Who Sang It Better was Shannon DuBose, and it was a great episode, but we didn't point out at all that it was 40, although maybe in our defense – we have to have 40 finished before we can celebrate that we have 40 episodes. That was the 40th episode we were recording. Yeah, is it is it is it one two three go or is it go on three right? This is the uh, yeah, exactly. And I think in our defense too, like you know what happened? It was Tinsel Tunes offered a brain grenade. We had that awesome opportunity to pick up uh, Tinsel Tunes and carry the mantle for that show. And I think that happened like around episode thirty seven ish, right? In, in our yep. in our timeline. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're running two shows now. I know we make it look easy through our incompetence here, but it's actually very hard to pull all this off and keep it all straight. And then you're reminding me like, hey, aren't we supposed to record? And then, you know, we're recording both episodes the last of the month. Right. And like when they do the when they do the behind the music for our podcast, they're going to be like the narrator will be talking about. And as they approached and, and passed episode 40, it went completely unnoticed because we're like all strung out trying to manage two shows and like cuts away to Pink Floyd comfortably numb and I'm in my bathroom drinking. <laughs> Yeah. green tea and <laughs> yeah, exactly. try to get my voice back <laughs> so i think we've gone long enough without playing any music i want to play a song here that i would consider the quintessential song about mrs claus it's going to be short because this one's well known but i want to set the stage for us is everyone cool with that yeah all right so the first song that we're going to play at least a small bit of is mrs santa claus by nat king cole who feeds the reindeer all their hay? Who wraps the gifts and packs the sleigh? Who's helping Santa every day? Mrs. Santa Claus. Now, Jess, uh, since you're our guest, have you heard that song before? Are you familiar with that one? Years ago, because it's one of those things yeah. that definitely rings a little teeny tiny bell, but I can't say that it was played yearly. It's not It's not big on your playlist. Got it. Jay, how about you? I've never heard that song before. And it's like in in today's, this day and age, like that would be something I think you could play as like a satire, like a, yeah. like a Saturday Night Live sketch, you know, like that. <laughs> Who does the women <laughs> stuff all day? <laughs> <laughs> Who picks up after Santa Claus? That's actually, I could see Cecily Strong. Is that? I could see her playing Mrs. Claus. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's what it was. It was very much uh, like a like a Family Guy cutaway or something Absolutely. like that. But yeah, not, I've not heard it before. You're right. That that is pretty bad. I never put those together. Now I've heard that song all the time, and I hear it a lot on the Music Choice channel on uh, the the cable that we that we play nonstop from pretty much November first to I don't know January eighth or whenever the government takes it away again. Yeah. But um, there's something I hate about this song. And I'm going to play it for you. I'm going to see okay. if you pick up on this. I'm going to play a quick little clip and, and see if it bugs you as much as me. Here we go. Who gives the brownies all their spice? Mrs. Santa Claus. Okay, does that bother either of you? Yes. Lyrically or like the sound or both? And it could be because I like to cook. Brownies do not have spice. Yeah, that's what I thought first. Right. That is, yeah, that's a good yeah. pull. That's deep. That's a poor, yeah. it's a it's a poor lyrical choice there, and it drives me nuts. Every time I hear it, who gives the brownies <laughs> all their spice? There's no spice in brownies. There's chocolate. Or there's peanut butter, or there might be chocolate chips, or there might be- Could there be like some cinnamon or something like that? If you put cinnamon in your brownies, uh, you're not allowed at my house, because that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's gross. So you think he was just, I kind of think, I mean, I don't know. This whole song kind of seems like like he kind of phoned it in. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It does feel a little awkward. It's almost like the theme of the song is, uh, Mrs. Claus won't stop complaining. Let's make a song about Yeah, it almost sounds like we had to make a song about the woman. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is what she does. I hope you're happy. Here's your song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just kind of sounds like it's not very uplifting. No. The song is from 1953. We can probably all agree that was a different time and a different era. Yes. I, I think we should just leave that song in the rearview mirror, but it does set the stage because I was familiar with that song. If you said, what's a song about Mrs. Claus? I don't know. Mrs. Santa Claus by Nat King Cole. I didn't have a lot of others queued up in my brain, but we've got a bunch. So why don't we get to what I would call the real music? Are you ready? Gotcha. 
The first one that we're going to play today, at least in length, is a song called A Hand for Mrs. Claus by Idina Menzel featuring Ariana Grande. This is an interesting choice. Every December we always remember Celebrate the fella in the suit We see the promos for reindeer and his blow nose Believe me, I think Rudolph's nose is cute Now I'm a fan of Frosty, I go gaga for the grin But beneath the hype are they the type you'd turn to in a pinch There's someone more deserving of a That was A Hand for Mrs. Claus by Idina Menzel featuring Ariana Grande. Jay, I'm going to go first with you. I was a little torn on whether we could include a song by Idina Menzel because she's extremely popular. Well, obviously, and Ariana Grande is very popular as well. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned it. My, when I read the show notes and the and the set list, that was my first reaction as well. Was whoa, what is and and for our listeners' sake, Scott is is very you know good about like making sure that we're thoughtful around the artists and he keeps me honest and vice versa. So my Obscurity. first yeah, my first reaction was what's who's asleep at the wheel? I Dina Menzel and. <laughs> Uh, I know you. I know you've seen Frozen eight million times, so I know you know who Idina Menzel is, right? I've actually never watched it in its entirety. Okay, well, th- I've seen pieces. I've got a daughter. Yeah, She's exactly. not that interested in yeah, it. Yeah, so it, it's it's rattling around in the head. Uh, I think Christmas music about Mrs. Claus is obscure in and of itself. So agnostic okay. of who the artist is, we could we have a loophole where I think we can play any artist this <laughs> okay. week because the subject is obscure. Yeah. So if it was a song by uh, Bing Crosby. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Andy Williams, Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole, <laughs> all get together and sing a song. Came and back still from be the okay dead with it. Michael Bublé and <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> on a bus driven by Mike Ditka. <laughs> Jess, what do you think of the song? Uh, so more objectively, the song itself. What do you think of it? I like it overall. Um, I actually really enjoy their voices. I'm not really someone who listens to Ariana Grande all that much. Can right. respect her talent as an amazing voice. Did we re- even hear her on that clip though? Was I don't that that was what I was going to ask you guys. Yeah. Was I just numb to this and I are deaf to it and I don't hear it? I think it was just Idina Menzel the entire time. That's all I heard. Yeah, it can be very hard to uh, pick one contiguous clip that represents an entire song. I mentioned that it features Ariana Grande because that's the title of the song. I don't know that I heard her at all in that at least in that portion. Yeah, I think she just does like a little drop okay. in or something like that. It's not a. It's not like throughout like a duet Mm. kind of thing it's an interesting two choices for this song too and i know it was just a brief clip but yeah i I thought i was going to hear a little bit more of a yeah wet kind of thing when it played i do have a few notes on this song this is from idina menzel's 2019 album called christmas season of love and that was her second christmas album oh wow Uh, famously she voiced elsa 
in the Disney movie Frozen. Mm-hmm. She was nominated for a Tony Award for her role in Rent. Hmm. I didn't know she was in Rent. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I knew she was in Wicked. Yep. She won a Tony Award for her role in Wicked. She was nominated for her role in Rent. So uh, a famous Broadway actress before uh, Frozen came along. Yeah, she's brilliant. I I like her voice. I like the song. I do enjoy her Christmas music in general. It's it's got a lot of energy. It's not the kind of stuff I want to listen to right before I go to bed. Jay, what playlist would you put this on? You, you're, you're good at that. I would mainstream this. This is a good like party playlist. And I think uh, Idina Menzel has an enormous appeal. Uh, she's obviously very popular and I'm biased. My wife uh, has a degree in theater arts and my daughter is an aspiring many things and they both love uh, musicals. So this like Idina Menzel is prominent in the soundtrack of my life. So I'm, I'm biased to this uh the song i liked it very much uh one more note and i didn't put this in the show notes because i wanted your honest take without you seeing the answer do you know how old idina menzel is i was so off on this i couldn't believe it i'm gonna guess 52 what's your guess jess somewhere in the late 40s early 50s okay well you're both pretty much right she's 50 this year i thought she was in her i thought she was in her early 30s i had no idea whatsoever she looks amazing yeah the only reason i i think i know that was i didn't know before today in the show notes that she was in rent but i feel like i heard somewhere along the way that frozen was like her big breakout and um or that like what she really got like mainstream notoriety and she's not young, like she's not like okay. young by Hollywood standards. Like she was somebody who was later in life or something like that. I don't know that like that was supposed to be part of the story. You know, one of those like so and so didn't sell their first song until they were 42. It was like one of those kind of memes. Yeah, this is like uh, the, the colonel didn't open his first chicken restaurant until 60 or something. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know if it was like a clickbait thing or something like that. But that's the reason why I guess 52 is I thought I had that rattling around in my head. So I can't claim any any special knowledge. Well, to go with stereotypes, I assumed she was, quote, Hollywood young to use your words there, but it, but that's not the case. So good for you, man. I, I don't look that good and I'm I'm not 50. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a fun way to really start. It had a, had a ton of energy. We're going to go a little bit different here. Jay, let's take a turn. We'll go two blocks off of Main Street with our mm. next song. Yeah. This is Mrs. Santa Claus by Angela Lansbury. I'm Mrs. Santa Claus. Yes, I'm married to him. And for centuries I've been proper and prim. But I'm tired of phoning the bedding and spreading the jam And I feel I'm about to begin to find out who I am I plan my strategy and my flag is unfurled For I have gifts of my own to offer the world so I'm coming your way Keep an eye on my sleigh Because I want the world to know There's a Mrs. Santa Claus That was Mrs. Santa Claus by Angela Lansbury Jess, why don't you go first? Initial impressions of the song I love it It warms my heart I love Angela Lansbury She's like America's grandmother who just loves to sing all the time. Like, how can you not like Angela Lansbury? She's like the perfect visualization, too, of Mrs. Claus. She could dress like Mrs. Claus year round. 
She could. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If I went to the mall and she was standing there, well, we'll get to her age in a minute, but if she was there in a costume, I would say, yeah, nice nice job from Central Casting, sent right over <laughs> a Mrs. Claus. Jay, what do you think? Uh, I, I think it's a great song, and uh, I'm biased because, you know, for me, Angela Lansbury is Jessica Fletcher, right? So yeah, that's for that, Murder, She Wrote. Right, yes. and um, you know, that show premiered when you and I were probably in junior high and it was one of, you know, on, on topic with our subject today, there weren't tons of shows on TV that had strong leading women as the, as the, um, the heroine protagonist. Protagonist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it was very popular. It was on Sunday nights and my mother I think loved it. Was it was that and Cagney and Lacey. I yeah, think those they, were the two, the two big ones, right? Yeah. And so I watched it and it was just, uh, so that kind of like I'm biased. So like it, it evokes a, an emotional reaction that I think is very, you know, like kind of warms the cockles of my heart when I hear it. So <laughs> I think if it wasn't, for Angela, if I didn't know it was Angela Lansbury, which she has a very distinct voice, I don't know that I would say, oh, this is an awesome song. But yes. it does give me all those hits of nostalgia that you guys are speaking about when you say, oh, it's Jessica Fletcher or it's, oh, this yeah. woman who was in bed knobs and Broomsticks, which is something my sister and I watched probably 25 times. Yeah. Can I, can I give you a, so a good analogy for that is as a Grateful Dead fan, like if you heard a poorly performed live dead song and didn't know about the dead or that it was the dead, you might say these guys need to practice more. Right. But yeah, if you know it's right. the dead, you're like, Oh, I love it. Yeah. Same. I love Grateful Dead. And that's right. exactly it's, it. Yeah. We're, I think what you're saying is we're grading on a curve. Yeah. I think that's yeah. right. I think it is. Yeah. But it's Angela Lansbury. She's earned it. It's the total package, though. It's not grading on a curve. You're grading on the totality exactly. of the art, which is the artist okay. as well. I'm giving away my age here by saying the my first memory of Angela Lansbury is when she voiced Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Oh, I. you know what? That movie never really hit my radar. I was in high school, I think, when that came out. So it, it wouldn't have been anything that I saw. Like, I was too cool for that. Yeah, so, so of course it wouldn't have. Uh, I do have a few notes on this song. This song was on the soundtrack of the 1996 TV musical called Mrs. Santa Claus, which starred Angela Lansbury. The musical won a 1997 Primetime Emmy Award for, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Outstanding hairstyling in a miniseries or special. That's a hell of a category. Very specific. Quite the award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's what I didn't know. Angela Lansbury is alive and she's 96 years old. And I verified that with two sources, Jay, so we don't have another one of those situations like we had with Jack when I said somebody was alive and they he said they're alive in <laughs> <Yeah>. our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Corrections, retractions, <laughs> and apologies. <laughs> yeah. My note here is that most of us know her from her role as Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote. What I didn't know is she was a famous film star and Broadway actress long before that. She won six Golden Globes, five Tony Awards, and she was nominated for a Grammy. So an incredible life well lived and is still being lived. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her, man. That's amazing. Now, I never saw the 1996 TV musical called Mrs. Santa Claus. I didn't either. Like you were saying, Jess, you look at this woman in costume and you're like, yeah, Mrs. Claus, of course. Who else could it be? Yeah. Any other thoughts on Mrs. Santa Claus by Angela Lansbury? I think it's a nice kind of quaint song, quaint role that she was in. Just a, a fun song. Makes me happy. It does, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. It just kind of made me happy. It made me smile. And it kind of makes me smile to know she's still alive. So, Angela Lansbury, if you're listening, oh, yeah, absolutely. get in touch. We'd love to have you on jinglejankpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you're, you, we would like to present you with the Jingle Jank Lifetime Achievement Award. Pretty please. Next song today, is, this is a fun one. This is a song, a lot of these are called Mrs. Claus. 
Claus or have Mrs. Claus in the title. No shock there. There, there isn't a whole lot of variety that you can do. This is Mrs. Claus by an artist named Jesse Farrell. She makes the cookies, the fruitcake, the candy cane sticks. She makes the turkey and stuffing. It's his favorite dish. She cleans his big red suit, puts the shine in his boots, and you never ever hear her complain. She's Mrs. She's the woman behind the beard Okay, that sounds kind of weird But I think you get the gist of what I mean She's Mrs. That was Mrs. Claus by Jesse Farrell. Kind of a country song there. I really liked that one. Jay, what do you think? Yeah, so my first reaction, I'd never heard Jesse Farrell before. And admittedly, I'm a, I have a, a broad and eclectic taste in music, but I'm, I'm not as into modern country as all other genres yeah. will say. So, but... I really liked her voice. Like, you know, when you hear a song and you're like kind of like haunted by it in a positive way, like she's got a really nice voice. So I agree. This one stayed in my uh, my memory, my, yeah. my mind, uh, my mind ear for for a while. And I was kind of like a Mrs. Claus. And I liked it. Jess, it's what do you catchy. think? Yeah, it's very catchy. It's uh, it feels a little more uplifting. I mean, not it, fully no offense to Nat King Cole's. Um, <laughs> sure. But I feel like this. Nat King Cole also sang a song about a kid dying in Santa's lap. So I, th- I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's off. It's abs- It's so awful. We didn't play it on the show. Yeah. So um, so I think uh, with all apologies to Nat King Cole, but you can go on. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's um, much more uplifting. It feels like it would be great background music. Um, at the same time, I could see someone like some uh wife somewhere getting the christmas feast ready and passive aggressively playing yeah oh yeah i think it's something stuff that mrs claus does and so do i (laughs) yeah i I feel like i might have to do that yeah it's it's derivative of the nat king cole song and i will you know one thing i will point out i'm not i'm not virtue signaling again here i'm just simply (laughs) passing along a message that i've heard before which is um, and this isn't uh, my wife's IP, but when we go on vacation or we have holidays and stuff like that, and if my wife finds herself playing the traditional kind of like, you know, packing clothes and doing stuff, she often jokes like, you guys are on vacation. For me, this is a business trip. <laughs> like, I still have to do all this. <laughs> so, excuse me, I still have to do all this stuff. And I think in, this song kind of reminds you of that. It's like it's a holiday. And meanwhile, while everybody else is out in the kitchen or out in the living room, laughing and having a good time somebody's still working yeah you know and that's mrs claus so do you think there's anything to this song like you've said about the nat king cole one about look at all this stuff that she does i would say the difference is 
Jessie Farrell here, if she, I'm assuming she wrote the song, it's like, you know, let's have a round of applause. It was a little, a little more of, hey, pay attention to what she's doing versus just here's a laundry list of all the chores. Yeah. 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 And it's, this is not, you know, be very careful. I'm walking between the raindrops on this one. But I also know too that there are like, there, I've certainly have heard from other people. I'm not a woman, as you <laughs> point out, the beginning of the show, but I've heard from other people in passing that, just because there's a viewpoint that this is like, you know, could be like, look at the person doing all the work. There's other people who enjoy doing this stuff and they say this appeals to me because this is what I like about the holiday or something. So like this could appeal to different people for different reasons. Oh, I like that. Yeah. If that's your thing, you know, that's your some people dig on that. I kind of like went immediately to the uh, here's a list of chores <laughs> I'm singing about. But <laughs> it could be interpreted that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that this song just felt as a whole had a much more positive energy to it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. It did have a positive energy. Jay, the analog to what you were saying is I like to cook Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I like cooking for people. I like doing it. I know it's a ton of work and I'm not doing it to get thanked for it. It's nice what I do, but I don't go asking for it. And I choose to make the dinner. If I didn't choose to, I would order a big dinner from honey baked ham or something. Yeah. And that's, I'm kind of having that like live epiphany. Maybe Mrs. Claus likes doing this stuff. Yeah. There are, there are parts of, and interestingly enough, like when you talk about holidays and traditions and stuff like that, one of the, the asterisk or unique aspect of this is that the preparation and the work for people is the holiday in some cases like uh, yeah, you're like yeah. i want you know i spend you know 12 hours you know smoking or whatever or doing something like people get into that like that is and it sounds like any other day of the week it's work but on the holiday it's like part of the tradition so maybe there's that dynamic too i, I hope there's not more people out there who just feel completely overwhelmed when the holidays come around when it comes to getting everything ready and cooking everything because i mean yeah at some point the kitchen's all hot and steamy it gets a little Ugh, I need to take a break. But if it's like an existential crisis. Yes, it's too much. Yeah, maybe choose not to do it or do it differently. And I've definitely hit my breaking yeah. point on Thanksgiving when, you know, like if a smoke detector's going off or, you know, something's out of control, that's, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. So uh, salute to all those people who may not enjoy it as much as Mrs. Claus does. I have a couple notes on the song. The song itself is from a 2010 album called A 604 Records Christmas. And Jesse Farrell is a Canadian country music singer. Jay, that could be part of the reason that we've never heard of her. Okay, yep. Canadian. Uh, at the 2007 Canadian Country Music Awards, Farrell was nominated for Female Vocalist of the Year and the Chevy Rising Star Award. I, I guess she didn't win it. I don't know. I don't know. And at the Canadian Country Music Awards of 2008, Jesse Farrell won Female Artist of the Year and the Top New Female Talent Award. No word on the Chevy Rising Star Award for the, that year. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to. I would add this to a, a playlist or if not this song, I would definitely look at other songs in this artist's catalog because I really liked the. Uh, I really liked her sound. And at the risk of offending country music fans, I'm kind of a fringe country music fan. Sometimes I like it. Most of the time I don't. This one wasn't too country. No. If that makes sense. She has a twang to her voice and there's a tone to it, but it wasn't to the point where it's like, ugh, I I don't care for this. When I think of country, especially country that resonates with me, maybe it's because I've been living here for almost years now. I think of Willie Nelson. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like that. But at least it's not like I'm really sorry to any Florida Georgia Line fan <laughs> or Jason Aldean. That's the category of country music where I'm like, oh, I'll 
I'll pass. No yeah, yeah, you can let me off here. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this one, this one was fun. I have a very different song for the next one. It, like this is a complete palate cleanser. If nothing has been your speed so far, this one very well might be. All right. This is another song called Mrs. Claus. It's by a group called Brotherly Love. Now everybody celebrates Christmas in the best way that they can. Boom boom. They want toys and presents lined up under the tree, and their families around. But I know somebody who gets lonely, making wishes that she only has somebody she could love too. She makes sure everybody that she loves is taken care of, but she doesn't have one who can take care of her. Mrs. Claus, I know you get lonely on Christmas. Mrs. Claus, oh, 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 oh. Mrs. Claus, I know you get lonely on Christmas. That was Mrs. Claus by Brotherly Love. Initial impressions, Jess? Very sweet. Um, There was a little twinge of like, oh, yeah, that's right. When they're like, and there's no one to take care of her. Yeah. Are you lonely, Mrs. Claus or something like that? I don't know. Don't ask me personal questions. (laughs) Yeah. And it kind of felt like um, this may be, I might not a good look for me, but my mind immediately went to this being kind of suggestive. Um, I don't think so. And I can see why. If you don't watch the video, you would definitely get that. If you do watch the video, I believe the song might be about their mother. Okay. Or or a mother type figure, and I, I might be off base here, but if you watch it, it it looks like they're alluding to the fact that like this mom does all this stuff. And okay. They're they're making this analogy of Mrs. Claus, and at the end, uh, some kind of like military person in uniform is at the door and and rings the door and hugs her, so she gets you know something for Christmas kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. I I can't find any information on this group called Brotherly Love. This is not an SEO friendly name. If you, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yeah. If you search Brotherly Love in Philadelphia, you get like the Chamber of Commerce and stuff. Oh, you, you don't find anything about the band name. Somewhere the Smiths <laughs> right now are nodding along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the song is listed as a 2014 single. So I don't have any information, but they looked like young, talented kids. And I really enjoyed, I love acapella. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, just amazingly it just seems like so complex to to be able to put together a song like that that sounds crisp and sounds well performed it's a lot of spinning plates at the same time i I really enjoyed it yeah that's a good analogy and uh, unfortunately we don't have much we can say about it but it was a great song and i would encourage people to go watch it and i I wish there was more but unfortunately I, i couldn't find any yeah i hope they reunite and do some more well cheers to these guys and very quickly, I know we're I know we're going long, Scott. But very quickly, I would say that acapella song, great. That, that's a definite mm. playlist ad. And uh, for your musicologists out there, acapella is a great way to kind of mix up and give your your playlist a transition, and also give people in a room, you know, chance to shift around a little bit, kind of signals a, a a change. So a definite addition for me. It's like sniffing coffee beans when you're trying out perfumes, right? Right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know that was a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Yeah. Go to the Macy's counter. They'll they actually have little shot glasses of, of coffee beans. 
like clearing your palate. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, what sorbet, yeah, like having sorbet right? between. Yeah, ah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't normally eat with that level of sophistication, but I'm aware of it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like they're all just going to be jam packed yeah. in there and put it all in I a bowl. <laughs> the next song today is "One for Mrs. Claus" by an artist named Jane Sheldon. All the stockings are stuffed and the holly's hung high and the reindeer are off. Here's to mud in your eye. Don't you know those jing jangle jingle bells? They wouldn't ring at all. Rudolph the sleigh, Santa and the mistletoe would still be up at the North Pole. Set up a double check. This one's for Mrs. Claus tonight. She decked all the halls and she strung all the lights. That was One for Mrs. Claus by Jane Sheldon. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. I liked this song, and they did something by using Terry Hatcher in the video. It, it caught my attention as I was scrolling through, and I said, whoa, this, this must be something important. And I listened to it, and it turns out that Jane Sheldon, uh, Jane Sheldon's longtime friend is Terry Hatcher. They might have even done some kind of cooking show together. So I was sucked in by that, not quite fair to the music, but I'm glad it did because I thought the song was just real catchy in a, in a light, fluffy way. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, great voice. And uh, uh, if I can steal some of your thunder, the artist Jane uh, I saw in the show notes is from Santa Monica, California. Yeah, and your neck of the woods, right? Yeah, I'm a transplant Californian and I'm like a, uh, I'm a, I'm a California super fan. So I, I, I moved my family here. My wife and I moved here because we wanted to live in California. And if they moved you, there twice. Yeah, we, were got, we got moved here by a company and then they moved us out and then we said, no, we're going back. So we moved back. And uh, that's real commitment to the cause absolutely yeah dedication and santa monica this artist uh jane was born and raised in santa monica and if you've ever been there it's just santa monica is like one of these really unique places that like i cannot imagine being born and raised there and what that (laughs) the crucible of what that must be like to and her father i guess was also a musician too um, so musical family and just kind of a neat, like, I love the lineage and backstory of this artist and she sounds great. So I love the song. What do you think, Jess? I liked it. Um, I, I can't say I was a big fan of the tempo towards the end, but that's a whole nother okay. story. Um, but I, I liked it maybe not as much as, um, uh, Mrs. Claus by Jesse Farrell. I thought it was similar, and I, that's why I put the brotherly love song between the two, because they would have just run together, I think. Yeah. Both great voices, though. Great voices. Uh, I, I don't know. I Relatively obscure to me, but that could yeah. just be uh, because I don't traffic in country-style music as much. This is a 2018 single by Jane Sheldon. She's a singer-songwriter from Santa Monica, California, as you mentioned, Jay. And she also has a band called American Bloomers with her brother, Jonathan. And as I mentioned, the video for the song features her longtime friend, Terry Hatcher. And Terry Hatcher, I don't know if she's supposed to be doing this Mrs. Claus role. She's not dressed as Mrs. Claus or anything, but 
she's sitting at the bar and the the lyrics of the song feature like have like here's a jack for Mrs. Claus. Yeah. You know, like barkeep, serve up Mrs. Claus kind of thing. So just kind of a fun song. Yeah. Well, of course, for Terry Hatcher, right? Maybe I'm just not as uh yeah. maybe I'm just not as entranced by Terry Hatcher, so this doesn't really hit with yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a huge get for me. Like, yeah, that's I can see how like the like if you could if you were friends with Terry Hatcher, you'd wanna I, I my initial reaction, so two things. First of all, my initial reaction to the Terry Hatcher cameo was like if I knew Terry Hatcher and like I am uh I'm, we do this podcast, right? If we knew if one of us knew Terry Hatcher, we would have found a way to have her on the show by now, right? <laughs> oh, she would have been on like eight or nine times by this point. Right, exactly. So that's and I read uh, I did quickly skim a uh, an LA magazine article on Jane Sheldon and I guess she's really big on the folk music scene too which I uh, appeals to me I like there's a oh I called her country you're right it's more folk than country. yeah yeah I, I, I that's what I started to think too but I I didn't know if I was alone yeah. in that field. there's an authenticity to folk music that I I appreciate I guess country and folk can kind of start there's a gray area between those yeah yeah they can they can kind of intersect with each other but they can also be yeah, their own two separate. Yeah. Numbers. Now, if you want something that's completely its own thing, the next song is pretty cool. This is very cool. This is much more of a blues type song, and I love blues music, so <laughs> this one totally got me. I, I like this. This is a uh, spoiler. Sorry, Jay. I like this song. <laughs> this is "Forgot Mrs. Claus" by Ben Levin. My woman shook the bit by half past noon. Told me to get up. I told us way too soon. I was out all night putting gifts under trees. She said, Now, Santa, did you forget about me? I said, Oh, man, don't have a second to pause. I gave the whole world present and forgot Mrs. Claus. Jumped out of bed. Looked around the room, couldn't find a thing but an old dusty broom. I gotta find something, even if I stole. I need a gift to keep a happy North Pole. I said, oh man, don't have a second to pause. Gave the whole world presents and forgot Mrs. Claus. That was Forgot Mrs. Claus by an artist named Ben Levin. Here's the surprise, Jay. Ben Levin is a 22-year-old white kid, and I had no idea when I first heard that. Yeah, I think if you're judging a book, you know, by the sound here, you would not have imagined that would be the case necessarily. This sounded like authentic blues music to me. Yeah, really great. And uh, I spent a lot of time in Cincinnati uh, earlier in my career for work, and it's just a great city. And it has like, um, if you're if you're from one of the coasts and you think of you know Ohio as flyover country or whatever, like Cincinnati is just a great city. It's got great food and music and art and culture, and it's such an amazing place to go. And you wouldn't know unless you were there, I guess, right? But uh, is that the place that puts chili on spaghetti? Yeah, that's Skyline yeah. Chili, famously. It's not yeah. <laughs> Famously, but it's a great place. And so I like, you know, as I said in the last couple of artists, like where people come from, the lineage of the music, I think is part of the, the song itself. And I really, I really liked it. Yeah. Really great music. Jess, I'm obviously biased because I love blues music. What did you think of the song? I actually really liked it a lot. And I am a bit, a little bit surprised to find out 
more about the person behind it. He kind of looks like Harry Connick Jr. too. If you click on the on the link in the show notes and watch the video, very young, but there's something about him. You know, apologies for being a fanboy, <laughs> but I was like, oh, yeah. right. And I just I just loved it. I didn't think it was the greatest Christmas song ever written or anything like that, but I just liked the artist. And now I want to I want to know more about Ben Levin. Yeah. I could see this plane in the background. So for those of you who don't know, Austin has a bar year-round Christmas theme. And what's it called? Lala's Little Nugget or Lala's for short. That's right. You sent yeah. you sent me that link and I pulled it up and it looked legit. Oh yeah. Jay, there there are photos of, you know, you go to Yelp that and it's all cool. Christmas decorated. It is completely legit. I haven't been there in a while. I went Last year, uh, with a couple of friends I hadn't seen in a really long time, I went to college with both of them, and they, they just happened to be in the area. But Lala's Little Nugget? Lala's Little Nugget, yes. It sounds like it would play there. Yeah, it, right? I feel like does. we got a partnership here. We should be. <laughs> now, Jess, tell me if I'm on the right mark here. It did not look like a TGI Fridays type bar that's all like whitewashed and sanitized. It looked like a real deal bar. It's a bar. It just happened to have lots of Christmas lights and decorations up. That's exactly it. And Christmas themed cocktails year round. Oh man, I'm in Jay. They serve food? I don't remember. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. So getting back to the song itself, this is from a 2019 single by Ben Levin. He is a 22 year old pianist, singer and songwriter from Cincinnati, Ohio. I don't know. You, you, you captured my attention, Ben Levin. I really like it. Yeah. Awesome song, man. So that was six songs today, Jay, and that's usually right in our wheelhouse of the amount of time people want to spend with us, but I do have an honorable mention. Ooh, please, tell me more. Uh, This one, I hesitated, and I just have to include it because I really like it. Okay. This is Mrs. Claus by an artist named Bob Ricci. All right, Jay. Now, I hesitated to bring that song. It's obviously a parody of Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. But it's up there. We played a song a long time ago called Christmas Funk. It was a parody of Uptown Funk. This is in that similar context. Like, how good a song is Stacy's Mom? It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I just, it's a really catchy song. And this one, after I heard it and kind of laughed it off and said, no, nah, we won't use that, I said, oh, 
this song is stuck in my ear. It's an earworm. So I decided to include it. What do you, what do you think about my choice to do that? I, I have to tell you, I was a little nervous uh, because <laughs> when you, when I saw that this was the bonus and we'll call it an honorable mention versus a bonus, the honorable mention. Right. Yeah. I wasn't sure where the comedy was going to go with this one, but it, yeah, I mean, it was a, yeah. a bit of a reach, I think, <laughs> but uh, you know, give credit for doing it for sure. I don't like songs that yeah. are thirsty for Mrs. Claus. Cause she's supposed to be this grandmotherly, you know, yeah wonderful thing so that's a little gross but it's just done for laughs i get it yeah yeah jess what do you think this sounds like it would play in the background of a drunken christmas party of a bunch of young adults who not Mm. go home for christmas so they're having like the christmas equivalent of a friendsgiving okay do you remember the movie road trip Yes. Yes. If there was a Christmas themed version of Road Trip, this could be. <laughs> That's yeah. perfect. Great movie, yes. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So uh, this uh, and again, not virtue signaling here, but I just I think, you know, interestingly, I'm looking at the timeline and how quickly things can change. Like this is a 2005 song. And this to me sounds a little bit bro-ish. And it's sort of like. Yeah, it does. The market for. Uh, songs by white guys about macking on women have, I think, tanked, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're a little sick of it all. Yeah, 2005 was a different time and a different era. And uh, for better or for worse, the fertilizer for this kind of music dried up. Yeah, yeah. when when baby it's cold outside is getting jettisoned, buddy, you're not standing a chance with this one. So rapey Christmas music is out. (laughs) Going in the bin where it belongs. (laughs) I'm going to defend my choice to bring it by saying it was done for a laugh, not for real honest uh, intentions on Mrs. Claus. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that. Um, The song, as you mentioned, was on the 2005 album called Not a Christmas Album. Bob Ricci is a musical artist with a knack for comedy who has been performing parodies and writing creatively original music since his early teens. That's all the information I have on it. You know what? As parodies go, it was well done. I laughed at it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. Um, we'll leave the creepy part of it behind and just say, yeah, it was it was funny. Let's take that song and we'll put it to the side because I don't want to include this in the roundup. Yeah. Of the six songs, of the six legitimate songs that we played today, I want to know what you guys had as your favorite. So Jess, as our guest today, do you have a favorite of the six songs that we played? Oh, of course. Mrs. Santa by Angela Lansbury, closely followed by Mrs. Claus by Jesse Farrell. Yeah, it's catchy. Okay. Jay, what was your favorite song today? Uh, definitely Jesse Farrell. Okay. The uh, Yeah, Mrs. Claus by Jesse Farrell was uh, uh, my favorite song. Definite playlist edition and an artist whose catalog I'd definitely be throwing a few ducats at later today, I'm sure. It's unfair of me to ask for a favorite and then say, here are the two. Jesse Farrell would have been my number two if it wasn't for forgot mrs claus by ben levin there was something about the blues and that line that said i remember the whole world and forgot mrs claus you know in terms of gifts i, I liked that I, that's deep it was one of the better written lyrics we've ever featured on the show better than who gives the brownies all their spice <laughs> on that king cole yeah <laughs> and jess i always enjoy it when the three people on the show pick three different songs i like that i think it means that we brought a good diversity what did you think about your first time being on jingle we'll definitely have you back. i was gonna say you better have me back i had i had an absolute blast today 
awesome. It was really great having you. This was a really, really good topic, Scott, and a really fun conversation for March Christmas. And I'm, I am, uh, I'm surprised it took us this long to think about this. It was right in front of our face. Yeah, thank goodness we did, huh? Yeah, I'm glad. I really appreciate that you asked me to not only be on because this. I mean, I could talk about Christmas music all year round, and I really like a little bit more obscure mm-hmm. things general but especially with christmas music because they all kind of get a little boring after a little bit but in light of international women's day i was like oh do you think we represented mrs claus well here i i think the songs did a a, except for that first one but the nat king cola and both of your points of view were i think you were spot on and i've never thought about it as the complaining laundry list of all the things that mrs claus had to do i liked the other ones that said let's have a hand for her and let's recognize her maybe it's important though to show that just to show how Oh yeah. Involved okay. and since it is international, well, wasn't it international month now? But I think it's the whole month now. I think as of this year. Yeah, it's the month. Yeah, Women's History Month. So yeah. Excellent. All right, then we're even more on topic than I thought. I thought it was March eighth. There's a day. There was a day I think this week, and then there's there's a uh, it's a month long. Uh, this is much like how you celebrate your birthday, Jay, on on September. Was it tenth or ninth? Yeah, my my birthday is in uh, early September, so which is also when Labor Day is. So we call it Jaber Day. Jaber Day. So it's like a Jaber Day, like a weekend fest uh, festivity. I've seen it blend into the whole month before, though. Too. Yeah, Let's be it does honest. usually carry it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, my son's birthday is in October, so we like to just like let it ride into the next. kind of the whole corridor. Yeah, uh, Jay, I said we had no housekeeping i am a dirty liar we actually have an extremely important bit of housekeeping we do indeed so jess last month we featured an artist named mr b and it was mr b's covers and it was just a nice like trumpet version by an older gentleman who was doing uh the song somewhere in my memory and we wanted to feature him because it was like hey this guy used to be a music teacher he's doing good things for good kids and and i thought i just thought it'd be fun to put him on and and i jokingly said mr b if you're listening you know please email in well he did awesome yeah this is i I found that we were trying this was a who sung it better so there's a little bit of a gamesmanship that goes on between scott and i as we try to find more obscure versions of the same song and um everybody here who's listening to this has watched youtube before so I, i don't have to defend myself that when i found this song it was a guy standing in front of a green screen, I think, playing a trumpet, you know? So I was like, oh, this is a winner. <laughs> I'm like, here it is. And it turns out, like, if you listen to it like this, it's really, really quite good. And, well, Scott, I'll let you take it from there. All right. So I found the email from William Baldwin, Mr. B. And I was gobsmacked when this email came in because who, who thought we would ever hear from him? So he said, hi, guys, just wanted to thank you for the kind words regarding my covers on your podcast this week. One of my subscribers turned me on to the fact that I was a topic of conversation, which at first I dreaded. The internet can be a very mean place. Your (laughs) kindness and humor were greatly appreciated. My only regret, you picked one of my more lame Christmas covers. Over the year, I've done quite a few, some of which I'm quite proud of. Home Alone is not one of them. (laughs) While it sounds okay, it's too bad you didn't explore a different cover. Maybe you'll do it next year. Thanks again, and keep up the good work. And I asked if he wanted to be on, and I, I think he would rather let his trumpet do the talking. Totally cool. I get that. But just wanted to thank Mr. B and say, wow, what a small world. How fun was that, Jay, that we 
showcased a guy, and that week we hear from him. It just reminded me that the world can be a small place sometimes. That's really sweet. Yeah, it was really sweet and very nice to hear from him, and very you know selfishly as a, as a podcaster, just so incredibly rewarding to have that kind of engagement and know that you know somebody heard it, and and uh, so that was really great. And to all the Mister Bs out there, there are teachers, you know, in the school system that, as you're a parent, you discover that have this like amazing impact on your kids. You just see it through a different lens. And it's these kinds of people who selflessly put their time into doing things that they don't have to do this, you know? So absolutely, it's really great. So thank you to Mr. Mr. B for writing in. That was really nice. And uh, also thank you to everybody who has rated and reviewed us on Apple podcasts. Jay, I mistakenly said on my Christmas morning podcast last week, that we only had five reviews. Oh, no. And Brand said, no, dude, you have 27. We have 27 yeah. five-star reviews. <laughs> so thank you to everybody who's thank done you. that. We really appreciate it. All we ever ask is that you rate us and maybe uh, uh, recommend us to a friend who's crazy about Christmas music all year long. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you, please. Uh, any feedback, recommendations, and I don't know if we can do it on Tinsel Tunes or Jingle Jank or Where Scott or if we have to edit this out, but I want to get Montgomery Gentry's Merry Christmas to the family in one of these upcoming. We did that. We did that song. I don't think we did. Double. We did. We did. Yes. All right. I have to yep. go back and look. I want, I feel like we haven't covered that one, but we can, you know, Jess, it was great having you on the show and. Thank you so much for inviting me. Seriously. It, it was fun. Yeah. Well, I don't want to pigeonhole you, but now that, you know, we've got somebody in Austin, which is like one of the music capitals of America. I think we have, you know, maybe we can elevate you to correspondent status and bring you back <laughs> to, to help us out. Uh, keep in mind, this is an unpaid position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're also looking for a few research interns. Too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but if you'd like to mistakenly uh, say that we haven't covered something that we have, you can go to jinglejank.com, see the list of all the songs that we've ever covered. And Jay, I think we're well into the, are we into the three hundreds now? Yeah, we got to be by now. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Jess. Jay, thank you for being here. Thank you. And uh, thank you to everybody who's, uh, who's listened and and done all the great things. Uh, You can go to jinglejank.com if you want to find out how to get in touch with us or see past episodes or past songs. So until next time, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Safe travels. Don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. All music used in this episode is property of its respective copyright owner, and no infringement is intended. These clips were played under the expectation of fair use for purposes of education or commentary. You can find links to all the songs we played in the show notes. Please don't sue us. We don't make any money from this. The worst episode ever.